0: Hey friend, so in today's episode, I'm super excited. First of all, I'm super excited for today's episode because I truly think that if you take these tips that I'm going to walk you through and fix these website mistakes, it's gonna put you on the right track to start getting more organic traffic and stop losing money. Because I know that you were hustling your little hiney off to grow your business get more leads, sell your offer, get more clients. But if your website isn't doing its job and getting you found for the things that you sell or the services you provide, then well, your website's kind of being a lazy bum and it's costing you money, so much money. So really, you need to put your website to work. And I know that you already know that, but I just wanna remind you, your website should be working for you. It should be bringing in leads. Your website should be getting organic traffic. And in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through six tips or six common mistakes that you're probably making that are costing you money. And good news is this is all fixable without having to like redo your whole website. So listen in, be prepared to take notes. This is a very, very actionable episode. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Dreams. I am Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, business growth coach, content strategist, barrel racer, worship leader, wrangler of tiny humans, and champion of your God-given dreams. If you are finally ready to feel confident pursuing your God-given dreams, know Jesus more, and learn how to market and actually grow your business without losing your mind, then tell the dog to quit barking. Grab a notepad and that third cup of coffee and listen in for some shoot you straight, visionary, and practical tips to get you the breakthrough you've been looking for. Okay, so first of all, I want you to know that all of this is very no judgment. Like, do you know how I know all of these very common mistakes? Because I made most of them, (laughs) or I've helped clients who have made them. And I get it. Like, when you're in this, when you're building your business, like you're thinking about selling your offer, you're thinking about getting clients, you're thinking about marketing on social media or your podcast or your whatever. And and your website is kind of like this thing that you have because you know you should have it. But the idea of putting your website to work and actually making your website do work for you, I mean, you know it should, but what should you do, right? It's all kind of confusing. Well, I'm gonna take some of that confusion out today because... These six tips, very actionable, very easy to implement, and they can make a huge impact. So the number one mistake that I see a lot in websites that is costing you money is this no strategic keywords. Now, most people have heard the term keywords, but just to take a little bit of mystification out of that word, I'm gonna break it down for you in a faith definition. A keyword is simply a word or a group of words, a phrase, right, that you want to get found for when people search for something. Like, keywords in SEO doesn't have to be scary. It's, it's simply figuring out what words you wanna pop up for when somebody types something in Google. And an, a good SEO strategy, a good keyword strategy, is simply putting together a well-researched plan for the words that you want to realistically get found for when somebody types something in Google. So like, um, you know, if you're a brand new startup shoe company, like you're probably not gonna be realistically competing with Nike. That's fine, right? If I am blogging for, you know, equine clients and, you know, people in making horse supplements or whatever my business is, I'm probably not going to realistically rank for marketing agency right away okay so you need to have a realistic list of keywords that you want to try to create content around you want them to be in specific places on your website you want to use them in places like naming your photos and in blog um, content or blog titles stuff like that there's a whole strategy to it that i am excited to teach you but you really do need to have strategic keywords on your website and in your blog content, your podcast titles, um, you know, YouTube videos, like wherever your long-form content is, which BT Dubs, you still need a blog. Even if you have a podcast or YouTube channel, but there's I have a whole episode, episode 13 is all about keywords and doing keyword research. So go check that out if you don't know how to do keyword research and if you're like, just help me, Faith, uh, you can actually book, book a coaching call and I will help you figure out your exact keyword strategy, the keywords that you need to be going for. And I'll put together a plan that says, hey, put this keyword here, name this page, this, do this with your content, write these kind of titles and integrate those keywords in things for you so that you can move forward confidently knowing that you have keywords strategically used on your website. Okay, the number two mistake that I see, which is kind of the polar opposite of this one, is keyword stuffing. Now, what is keyword stuffing? Um, probably the best definition of keyword stuffing is to overuse keywords and like, quote, stuff them, put them in all the places that you can think to put them. <laughs> and I have been here. I remember the first time that I figured out that I needed to have keywords in my meta description and my descriptions on my Squarespace site. I literally just like started writing all the keywords that I could even think of. They weren't research keywords. I had no many, no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. Like, whether those keyword research keywords were searched a hundred times a day, a million times a day, like really had no idea what those keywords were gonna get me for traffic. Like I had no idea if they were attainable. I had no idea. And I was just like putting them keywords every cotton pickin' place I could think to put them. Like I was putting them in my meta description. Once I found where I could do that, I was like naming all of my photos with 900 keywords, and not even naming them correctly. I mean, like, y'all, I've been there. I have been in that place where you're like, keywords, dump, right? Now, bless our little hearts, right? But Google is mostly smart, sometimes. (laughs) And they can tell when you're keyword stuffing. Okay, so just because you we, we you we, we it's this is a we just because we discovered what keywords are and we realized that they can help get more traffic to our website does not mean that we need to put them everywhere we possibly can. okay? And if you're wondering what keywords to use, where to put them, um, go back and listen to episode uh, number eighteen. And one of the steps in there that I give you on how like some things that you can do to improve your website SEO in an hour or less, One of those things is putting SEO specific keywords in your page names. So go back and listen to episode number 18, it's a good. The number three mistake that I see websites making is this, unclear messaging. Now I get that you want your clients to feel some type of way when they land on your page. However, clear wins over cute every day of the week that ends in Y. Fluffy does not sell. Clear solution based messaging cells. Your ideal client should know within five seconds or less of landing on your page whether or not you can solve their problem. We call this the above-the-fold space. Think of it as if you were if your website was a newspaper, it would be like the part of the newspaper that somebody could see before they opened up the rest of the newspaper, okay? Your above the fold statement needs to be abundantly clear on whether or not you solve somebody's problem now back in the day when the only businesses we had were really traditional it's like oh plumber oh electrician oh carpenter oh doctor like you didn't need to tell him what you did right like a doctor like well we got a broken leg i can fix it like no like but now with the online business industry just booming, which is amazing, you need to tell people, like if you're a life coach, hey, I'm gonna help you figure out how to manage your time so that you have your laundry done and can still play with your kids. Boom, great, super clear, okay? Hey friend, I know that you're trying to grow your business, but does it feel like you're not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can get you the right keywords and a stellar SEO strategy and actually help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing, then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just a one hour coaching call, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact right keywords that you need to be going for how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content all planned out for you. Go ahead and book a zero-obligation, 15-minute discovery call stat, and we'll just sit down like two friendly pals over coffee and chat about growing your business. Let's get your discovery call in the books now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. I, for one, cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. Now, the fourth mistake that you might be making with your website that's costing you a ton of money is this, not pointing people to your website on your other platforms. Y'all, I get that social media is a thing, that Instagram gets you clients, TikTok gets you clients, Facebook gets you clients, whatever, that's cool. And I'm not saying that you should throw those platforms out, but what I am saying is that your website should be the hub of all of your online marketing. So if you create a really great resource on Instagram, in your call to action, try to point people back to your website in some way. Even just a simple like, hey, here are three tips. I'm talking about Instagram posts. Even if you have an Instagram post, it's like, hey, if you have three tips that are like, you know, lose weight and keep it off, Here's the first two, go read the blog for the third one or something like that. And it doesn't always have to be like that. Like you don't need to use your social media platforms to just be like clickbait, right? But if you think of your website as the hub of your online business, like if you picture a wagon wheel, you know, and all of these things are the spokes off of that, like your Instagram is a spoke and your TikTok is a spoke and your email list is a spoke and, you know, your LinkedIn, if you're into that is a spoke your website should be the hub, okay? So use those other platforms to point people back to your website. And while that is going to help on the front end with just getting more eyeballs on your website, getting people used to clicking on your website, that's awesome. However, it's also going to tell Google that your website is a valuable resource. And the algorithm of on Google works to a degree where it's like, oh, people are finding valuable, valuable information here, they're staying on this web page, this must be offering solutions. So we're going to start pushing this to more people when they type in things that this website offers. Okay. Now, the fifth mistake that I have seen made uh, that are co- that's costing you so much money is using wonky URLs. Now, if you have a blog, which BT dubs, you should, you typically have the option to change the URL, which is like, typically your website will be like, like faithhannon.com slash blog slash whatever your blog name is. It typically defaults to whatever the title of your blog is. And most blogging platforms will automatically put a dash between the words. Yay. That's super smart, right? However... There have been some people, <laughs> namely one client, <laughs> cough, cough, <clears throat> Steph Gass, who deleted her dashes in between all of the words because that didn't look cool. And she's like, Oh, I don't need those dashes. Well, you do need dashes between your words because Google is smart, but it's not as smart as humans, right? Like, whereas you and I might be able to look at a string of words without any spaces and be like, Uh, I think that actually says blogging tips to grow your business. Okay. Google's not that smart, right? If you had a blog that was said blogging tips to grow your business and you took the dashes out, it's Google's going to read it as blogging to grow your business. Like it doesn't distinguish. It, it can't separate the words. So don't delete your dashes. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, I'm just going to tell you like a really corny joke here. You ready for that? Okay. Ready. Brace yourself. So a teacher had a little girl in her classroom. And her name was L-A-Dash-I-A. And first day of school, she calls the little girl, does roll call and skips this little girl on purpose. And the little girl is like, hey, you didn't call my name. And the teacher's like, oh yeah, come up here. She's like, how do I say your name? And she's like, La dashia, the dash don't be silent. And I'm like, mm. so now every time I see something with missing dashes, I think the dash don't be silent. Like, we need the dashes, y'all. Leave the dashes in. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, number six the number six mistake that is costing you dollars with your website is not blogging strategically. Now, I know that a lot of entrepreneurs, um, they hear the word blogging and they're automatically like, (laughs) go like, automatically get hives because they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to tell everybody my life story and I don't want to like, be that recipe blogger who gives you their entire day recap before they tell you the cotton picking ingredients. Like that is not the kind of blogging that you need to do to grow your business. Please and thank you recipe bloggers take note. You need to blog in such a way that is creating a think of your blog is just like a page, right? A page within your website. You need to be blogging in such a way that creates answers to questions people are asking. So think of each blog as a way to answer your ideal customer's questions so that when they type something into Google related to what you offer, you start to pop up. And so many business owners miss out on the power of blogging within their overall content flow. Like let's say you have a podcast or a YouTube channel, you need to be repurposing that to your blog because you own the ground that your blog lives on, right? And so many people, so many business owners miss out on the power of blogging strategically because they get overwhelmed or because they have read blogs that they hate or because they hate reading blogs. Well, I have news for you. If you're not blogging strategically, you're not going to be getting the traffic to your website that you need to be getting to your website for your website to work for your business. So you're just going to have to get over yourself, blog strategically. I have multiple episodes on how to blog, how to have a good blog. And I have lots of blogs on how to have a good blog. Okay. I actually have two freebies, both of which will help you with your blogging. Um, one of which it, one of which is called, um, 10 tips to massively improve your content, which includes your blog. And the other one is repurposing content, because if you write a really high value blog, which BT dubs shouldn't take forever, you can repurpose that blog into lots and lots of different smaller pieces of content, AKA social media posts. So don't freak out with hearing that you need to start blogging strategically, okay? I will teach you how, I promise. But you do need to be blogging strategically to not be leaving money on the table that your website could be bringing into you with organic traffic, okay? And the last thing, the last mistake that people make with their websites that's costing them money is, not asking for the sale, or not asking for the sale often enough. Now, I would love to say that I'm not guilty of this. But I am. <laughs> but I think like, as a business owner, sometimes it's easy to get, you know, we we're so familiar with our stuff, like we're not like, Oh, I already asked for the sale. Oh, I already have a buy here button, or a buy now button here, like, I don't need to put them somewhere else. But the truth of the matter is, like, we as human beings are lazy, we like to skim Websites where our brains want to conserve calories, right? So, whereas somebody's looking on your website, they're looking on your homepage, they're looking through things, just because you had, you know, a buy now type button three scrolls earlier doesn't mean they remember that. Like, y'all, make it easy for the people to give you their dollars, okay? It's okay to ask for the sale. You are in business to help people with what you're good at. It is okay to have a buy now here, purchase. Here, book now. It's okay to have those kind of buttons on multiple places across each page of your website. Now, nobody likes to use car salesman. That's fine. I get it. I don't want to be that guy either. But if you don't give people the opportunity to buy from you, then they don't have the opportunity to get knowledge and learn from what you're good at. They don't have the opportunity to be blessed by your gift if you don't give them the opportunity to buy from you. Okay, that's all I'm going to say on that today. Clearly, I have a soapbox I need to get on about (laughs) overcoming the fear of selling, but that's not for today. So just to recap, um, mistakes that are costing you money that you might be making with your website are no strategic keywords, keyword stuffing, unclear messaging, not pointing people to your website on your other platforms, using kind of wonky URLs, not blogging strategically, and not asking for the sale. Now, again, if you're like, um, I think I need your help with my keywords and SEO, let's book a discovery call. We'll just sit down and chat for 15, 20 minutes, like soon to be new pals over coffee or water or whatever you're drinking that time of the day. And you'll tell me your problems. And I'll be honest if whether on whether I can offer a solution or not. And if you think it's a good fit, and I think it's a good fit, we'll move forward and schedule a coaching call because really what you can gain from using strategic keywords far outweighs the cost of that coaching call. So I pray that y'all are blessed that you have wisdom and discernment from on high that you are able to implement this and start seeing more organic traffic coming in to your business from your website. So chat with y'all soon. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening in today. It means the world that you tuned in. Hopefully this episode inspired you, challenged you, and left you feeling like you really can do the thing that God has called you to do, even if you needed it out first. <laughs> if it did, can I ask you a couple favors? Would you please subscribe so you don't miss a thing? Share this episode with a friend that might benefit from it. And then just take 30 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it bless my socks off to know that this is helping you, but it will help spread this message to more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs. Connect with me over on Instagram at FaithHannon and find out about all the things, courses, coaching, and copywriting on my website, FaithHannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.